0: On this week's episode of Soccer Neophytes, we've got an idiot abroad. The city pool is open for business. Ronaldo scores. Nah, he doesn't. But the Wolves finally do score again. Yo, gentlemen, what's going on, boys?
1: How are you? What's up, guys?
0: Hey, you
2: sound like you're hold up. Can I just say that you sound the same as when you're in America? I could not tell that you're in England right now just by listening to your voice.
1: It's just a little got that morning gravel in it. That's it. Yeah, what, what time is it right time
0: is there? It's like 5 a.m.
1: 5 a.m. it's
0: It's 9
2: p.m on the west coast here in uh, the great united states and it's 5 a.m in your shitty ass england how are you doing
1: great great
2: it's been amazing
0: i love that it's already your shitty ass england
2: i know actually here's the thing i'm a big fan of british people so can we just edit that out maybe i don't know i love you england your soccer clubs are quite good and I am gonna it. edit
0: I'm gonna edit that out and the only thing they're gonna hear is that you said that it
2: should so so hey Chris can I talk about something that we talked about on the text this week? I did not realize that the Premier League is like the best league. It's cause we were talking about it on the on the text, right? The championship champions league. Champions League? Is that yep. what it's called? Yes. Yep. I texted you guys. I said, is it common for all four premier league teams to advance past the, the group stage? And you guys are like, yeah, like every year, what are you stupid? And I didn't realize that I'm currently watching the best soccer players in the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, other leagues, well, not even other, they're like Liga in,
3: um, Oh
0: no, I'm sorry. Um, Shoot, I'm totally blanking. I'm sorry. We're, we're Real Madrid, Barcelona. What are they? Spain.
1: La
2: Liga. It's, a, it's kind La of a Liga. Big country just south of England.
0: No, no, I had the country right, the name wrong. So La Liga uh, has a lot of the top players in the world and a couple of the best teams in the world there. They like to, to kind of fight for that spot of best league in the world. But the depth of the Premier League is kind of what gives it its true. Like 1 through 20 is – pretty solid whereas uh in spain it's it doesn't go as deep ken
2: i i feel like i don't want to over like i don't want to belabor the point but i mean we got erling holland on the in this league and did he just talk to me about his journey to get here because he's what 20
0: yeah so his journey to get there was he played in bundesliga in germany yeah. For a couple of years and then came to England. There's his journey. That's it. I mean, because he's a child. He's a child, <laughs> right? he's a child. I'm sure there's more to it, but I would surface, like to point out.
2: That's it. Can I just say that my oldest son turns 21 in January? He's older than early Holland, but he doesn't look, you know, he doesn't look like early Holland. You know what I mean?
1: Like my well, he wasn't said, manufactured in a lab in Russia. That's
2: I, I also saw Rocky Four. Thank you, Nate. Yes. Um, but no, I it's, it's just kind of weird. My friend writes this same joke on Twitter every year. Um, uh, basically, it's, um, hey, here we are watching the MLB draft. Uh, this kid was born in 20. Oh, six. Now, I guess we would say, God, 2006. And he's like, remember when you were in 2006, you were, uh, you were hopeful and you thought life was in front of you, but it's not you fat piece of shit. Anyway. Uh, that's us fellas. Uh, early Holland is 20 and we are old. That's is that the point of this podcast? I don't think so. Oh,
1: Not God. to make us feel horrible for how we oh. how we look and feel.
2: Am I the darkest person in the world? Come on. Yes.
0: Yes. No, that is correct. You you nailed that one. You're right there. But since you're the one talking and wondering what are we doing here? Well, Andrew, the truth is that we're here for you and to hear your thoughts on uh, the matches that you watched this week. So let's get into it. You focused on Newcastle, who played my beloved United and uh, I'm really interested to hear what your thoughts were on that.
2: I actually am going to defer to you. Um, I watched Newcastle, and the only reason I watched them is because they weren't wearing their ugly home kits. Um... Chris, I don't know what to say about this game. It was.
0: Did you enjoy it? Ah uh, no, I did not. Um, I it was a, it was a strange game. It was. Um, It felt very disjointed, and um, I usually try and stay away from, like, ref arguments as much as I can, but the officiating was pretty piss poor. I agree. I actually agree with you. Hold up. I'm going to agree.
2: You know how we're best friends, and we're going to be best friends forever? Yeah, totally. Um, (laughs) I, I agree with you. Uh, you and I have agreed. I feel like you know how we have like three fans of this podcast. <laughs> I feel like those three fans are going to be like, "Dude, Chris and Andrew, they're getting along again." Yeah. I Everything you're saying is right. I the the officiating was poor. I I didn't enjoy this match. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, I
0: You're not alone. I think anyone maybe who isn't a fan of either club and tuned into it might have tuned out of it. <laughs> by the end um you know it was just it was all over the place from a united standpoint which is kind of how i watch the games and um like i'm just tired of seeing ronaldo out there at this point
2: yeah Um, not a fan i'm sorry Uh, uh, okay you know how i'm new to soccer and he has been around forever yeah um in my head i hate that guy he's such a dick right yeah. But, yeah. but but like he's one of those guys you're supposed to love if you had been around longer than again i know i knew i hate that
1: guy
0: yeah i mean and there's you're not alone yeah you're not alone and there's a lot to his background right like yeah the there's a lot of presumptive lovable fans who adore him and put him on this pedestal and lift him up as this great footballer which he is and has been but he's also kind of not the perfect guy want wanted to be i mean there's rape accusations against him there's sexual assault allegations against him um
2: can i jump in for a second ready i'm scared but okay Prepare me for this okay Roddy. You know how I'm new to soccer, right? (laughs) I want you to tell me what person I might love right now who's going to be the Ronaldo of the future. Ready for that? Oh, that'll, it's going to be fun. Hit me.
0: It's going to be easy. It's got to be Erling.
2: Don't say Harry
0: Kane. I will
2: punch
1: you in the face. No. No, it's it's... it's
0: Erling Haaland.
1: Is it? Is he going to become
2: a monster?
1: Are you saying someone that we love now who is going who is going to have questionable like character issues later on? Maybe,
2: yes, yeah.
1: Oh well, I I think that's kind of hard to say. Just but well,
2: (laughs) call him out, Nate. Do it. Like this guy looks like a monster. Hit me.
1: I refuse. I refuse. Chris jumps
0: right in. What?
2: Because he misunderstood.
1: He misunderstood your question.
0: (laughs) Okay, sorry. I thought you were talking about as like a footballer, not as a human being off the field.
2: Oh. Okay, you're right then.
0: Yeah,
2: find no. Take the cautious path, I guess.
1: Because Holland seems like a great guy, so we don't want yeah. to. He seems like a bus. great
2: human being, and it hurts my feelings how much I like him. Yep. And when he failed, can we talk about the fact how the hell? Did
0: City lose to Liverpool? Do we Wait, want we'll to get there? The stop jumping ahead. We're gonna get there.
2: Andy doesn't
1: listen to us talk through the host, the uh, show notes ahead <laughs> of time. Know, he just right. free flows.
2: <laughs> yeah. listen. I am impulsive and mean, and I'm just gonna stop talking. Go ahead.
0: Well, no, because I do want to know beyond you just agreeing with me. What were your thoughts on on the match? Anything? Any just quick hit takeaways? Anything that you are other than just being like that match? Especially, soft?
1: especially from Newcastle.
2: New I counsel. have literally nothing to add. There was nothing impressive by either team. So here's the thing. Chris, you know how we're best friends and how we're going to um, have coffins side-by-side side <laughs> when we're buried? Um, listen, I've been rooting for United. I really have. <laughs> and yet, this match, I didn't see a single impressive thing from either team. I don't know how to... Am I a jerk? Yes, I am a total monster of a human being. I agree, but I was rooting for you, pal, and neither yeah. team did anything, and I was, I was bored to tears. To help me out, do you know how many matches I watched? I watched the City Liverpool match, kind of, sort of rooting for City, and yet I was impressed by Liverpool, and yet here I am going into your match. Apparently rooting for Newcastle, which is hard for me let's be honest, I hate Newcastle. They have the ugliest human beings on the planet, um but I kind of was sort of rooting for them, but not really because you're my best friend and I hated every second of this match. i don 't know what to say, yeah, and or- i think
0: I think at the end of the day, in all honesty andrew the from a united side, they were hampered with their lineup. I don't know if you heard there's an illness kind of break breakthrough, not a COVID illness, but an illness breakthrough.
2: Walk me through this. Go ahead. So there's
0: a lot of guys got sick, which is why Ronaldo ended up playing 70 minutes was because Marcus Rashford was ill. He ended up coming on at the 70 minute mark. So he really only played 20 minutes in that game. Um, But Christian Erickson and Scott McTominay both sick and unavailable, which means United had to play Fred who is one of the worst starting players in the Premier League. And uh, he was atrocious like he always is. He missed a couple of wide open goals that, that they should have won by getting. Um, so United was limited in their uh, selection that they had available for the game due to injuries and illness because uh, Anthony Martial was also injured in their last game, and that is another reason why Ronaldo started And played so many minutes. But um, from the Newcastle side, I think they were pretty happy to get a point. Um, Sadly, St. Maxim was not playing in this game. Um, So he was out, which was a a guy that we told you to try and watch for because he's electric. Um, I think, you know, at the same time, United got lucky. There was a double post um, on a a corner where – First header went off the post, second header went off the post. That's right. So Newcastle could have won this game just as easily as United could have. So overall, just, but again, it goes back, it's very disjointed. The refereeing was atrocious. I think there could have been multiple penalties, uh, penalty kicks for United. There was one possible against United. And then there's the Ronaldo goal, no goal, um, which, you know, I, I, I don't know. I say it's a no goal. And, but there's a lot of United fans who've been watching the game for a lot longer that say it should have been a goal. Uh, the referee's hand was raised, which means it's ready to play, uh, audio from the stands. The referee blows his whistle just as Newcastle kicks the ball to the goalie. So technically he raised his hand ready for play, blows the whistle and the ball's kicked. Ronaldo just grabs it, scores. They say, no, we weren't ready. Uh, so I can, I can get the argument from like the hardcore fans who just refuse to accept anything. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't think it should have been a goal. I, I don't think that the Newcastle player was actually putting it into, into play, but the audio and the video of the ref blowing the whistle with his hand up, meaning play is ready. I don't know. You can make an argument, but at the end of the, day, match of the
1: day here in England, they dismissed it pretty quickly. So, yeah. but they said that he had his hand up, like holding up play. Like he wasn't like, he hadn't signaled for them to take it yet. So,
0: yeah, I, I, in, I don't know the mechanisms of yeah EPL refereeing, like in the NFL, like I could tell you what every hand movement an official makes and what it means. Right. Totally. I don't know. I don't know that for the EPL. Uh, so, you know, who knows what information that i that I was reading that said when the referee has his hands up, he's signaling ball is ready to play and he blew the whistle. So I don't know. Whatever. It was uh it was an awful match. Sorry you had to sit through that, Andrew.
2: No, I actually, you know, because I am trying to learn and I am trying to um I guess give everybody a shot. But yeah, Newcastle did not impress me. Sorry. <laughs> but I, I I like you and I like uh, United. So keep going.
0: Well, you're saying that all the way until Wednesday afternoon when your attitude's <laughs> gonna change.
2: Well, I'm going to be rooting for my kind of sort of maybe favorite team. We're <laughs> Hey, uh, for those of our three fans, um, we're, Chris and I are going to hang out at the same bar on Wednesday and watch a
0: soccer match. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Uh. All right, let's move on now to the next match that Andrew already wants to talk about. Uh, The City Pool's open for business because that Liverpool-Manchester City match, it was great. It was high intensity. We had... It
2: was, except, hold up, except, hold up, except. I'm going to be weird. Neither team brought their best kits to the match. Like, (laughs) City was wearing those ugly neon green ones, and uh, Liverpool was wearing those ugly red-on-red. What are we doing, people? Where is Tim Gunn? We need a fashion expert. This is (laughs) like they both. Like, here's the thing I really wanted to watch this match and I did, but everyone was unattractive. God, why would you wear those? Go ahead. I'm going to stop talking for a bit. But God, they were bad, right? Right? They were were bad.
0: They were they bad. Were bad. I think both those kids were ranked pretty low on our preseason kit ranking show. Oh! So, uh, but the match itself was great. It's uh um, so good. So, super high intensity, high level, both sides. You had a goal disallowed in it. Uh, it had just about everything, um, including a winner. Liverpool wins this match 1-0 on an absolutely awesome Mohamed Salah goal. Uh, Allison with just the awesome assist on that his first touch Nate do you remember who the defender was on that one who kind of oh, choked
1: man I don't I don't okay. but the way the way Salah shields him he shields him from the ball and then I watched I watched the from every angle I don't know if you've seen those videos like uh the Liverpool video team like sends him out and they 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 tweeted out the goal from like every camera angle in the stadium and from every angle, I still don't know what Mo Salah did with the touch to make it fall the way it did, but he, but yeah, he was... uses his body in such a brilliant way. Then that touch bounces the ball. perfectly. I mean, could the defender have played it better? Probably. But I, I think Mo Salah, that was just magical work.
2: Hey, can I be the bad guy here? Can I be the new guy, the bad guy? You are. Where's Tim? Why is Tim not here tonight?
1: (laughs) I think bragging about this. Tim flies out tomorrow morning, really early. Really,
2: because here's the deal, like Chris last week, you said, "Hey, is Man City gonna lose three games this year?" And we got one. We all said no, and this is one. I did not expect this. Man City is so much better than Liverpool.
0: Maybe. Well, And this is also, you know, we've been talking about how shocking it is where Liverpool's been at. So yeah. the Liverpool that you've seen this season is not the traditional Liverpool that we, we are we to. They came in
2: second last year, right?
0: Yeah, and yeah. the year before, and then won the, the year before that. So, I mean, you're talking about a powerhouse club that hasn't looked like a powerhouse, but they looked really good in this match and they held up really well I mean, they somehow, really good. Yeah, I mean, somehow good. it wasn't just that they won the match, but to get a clean sheet against city feels yeah. like a monumental victory.
2: No, a hundred percent. How is anybody keeping city out of the goal? I don't understand. Um, guys, remember I'm the neophyte. I'm new. Lake city should have scored a thousand goals. I don't understand. I'm so confused. Please explain it to me. Huh. Sometimes it happens. Is that any, your
0: answer? Any yep. given Sunday, right? Any yep.
2: given Sunday. God, I Last did not th- see this happening at all.
0: Last thing I want to add on this match, unless, Nate, you've got some more, is uh, we did get a record. <laughs> as uh, Jurgen oh. Klopp was shown a red with just a couple minutes left on a uh, an uncalled pretty... Hard tackle on Mo Salah and he lost his mind and was given a red and sent off with a couple minutes to go in the match.
1: I didn't even realize that. I didn't get to see the maybe. match. I was I on a train. I was on a train. So I oh, okay. um, saw the match of the day stuff and I think I missed, missed that part.
0: Yes. So, uh, Jurgen, I believe that means he's going to be suspended for the next game.
1: Yeah, he should so. be. Yeah. So, I've yeah. have seen a lot of manager reds this year.
0: Yes, we have. Um, Was that a burn on Conti,
1: you
2: monster?
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of red cards, Nate, as we've mentioned, you're in England right now. And you've actually had the ability and uh, luck or um, my own jealousy to you for being able to see some matches live, including you got to see a red card live.
1: I did it was, it
0: was rescinded But you saw it happen live And you got to be there for the fans So um, why don't we walk through What you've been doing in England The matches that you've seen Give us your impressions This is your time I'm going to mute myself And uh, let us know what's been going on over there
1: Yeah, thanks, Chris um, Before we jump into my trip I will share a live red card reaction
3: This is live red card watch Live red card watch here from Ellen Road. They're going to V A R. But they're gonna call a foul on they're gonna call a foul on Bamford probably first. This is definitely a more you know because I don't know what happens when there's a attacking foul and then a red card in the box. Foul on Bamford in the attacking on Bamford. Oh no. Oh, they rescinded the red. They rescinded the red. It's toxic.
1: So there was a live red card watch, which didn't end up being a red card, unfortunately, but yeah, guys, it's been, it's been a remarkable experience, I think, in a lot of ways, what I expected, but in a, in other ways, maybe, yeah, better, better than I expected, um, to see matches live. I think my best, my best analogy, and I don't know if everyone will be able to, to understand this metaphor, but uh, about 10 or 15 years ago, I went to Israel and I've read the Bible for 25 years before that. No, maybe, I don't know. I've read the Bible for a long time before that. And then I went to Israel and being in Israel, like brought the the Bible to life in a different way, like walking in these, all these spaces. Um, And that's, that's kind of how I would equate this, like watching the matches on TV is one thing, but then to see them live, it's, it's like a whole, it's brought like a whole different life to, uh, to watching football. So um, it's been, yeah, that's been just kind of a remarkable A remarkable thing. The chants, the banter, you know, you hear them a little bit on TV, but it's so much louder in the stadiums. Um uh yeah, the whole atmosphere has been has been amazing. Um uh I just want to talk about a couple like the chants are the things that stood out to me the most. So wolves, it was revealed that Jose Saw has been playing with like a broken hand for like a month. And so at one point, after he made the penalty save, the fans started chanting, he's only got one
3: arm. He's only got one
1: arm. Jose saw he's only got one arm. And it's just like funny the way that the fans come up with chants just on the fly. Um, they also <laughs> Wolves also chanted, we, this, I don't even know actually what the exact words were, but we scored a goal we finally scored a goal. <laughs> like, so the fact that they're like willing to make fun of themselves, like they have the sense of humor is amazing. Um, Leeds, Leeds was insane. I think because I was under an overhang, uh, it was so loud. My seating for Wolves was like almost midway midfield, all the way to the top. You have like the perfect view of everything. We could stand the whole time. It was awesome. But being up at the top, I didn't get the same like intensity of noise. But at Leeds, I was under this overhang and the sound was just magnified. And it was, it was one of the greatest sports experiences ever. Like, (laughs) It was so loud. The fans were insane. They played Arsenal so well. Um, it was it was great. There, um, Arteta kept leaving his box, like the coaching box, and the guys would they're like, "You fucker, get the fuck back in there, you piece of shit!" Like just every time his feet would step out of the box, they were just all over him. Um, And in that match, I don't know if you saw, but there was a 40 minute delay because because the VAR and the goal line system like failed. So the fans were just going ballistic in that they were chanting, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) It's just the the it was it was amazing. Every time Thomas Party, who has these like sexual assault allegations against him. Every time he touched the ball, they were booing. Every single time the fans were booing. Um, Can
2: I jump in for a second, please? Yeah. Is this okay? Um, Yeah.
1: You know what I'm really
2: enjoying is I'm looking at your face watching you talk about this, and you are happier than any – like, you know how you and I know each other a while, right? Yeah. But – like, this
1: is like the happiest I've ever seen you. Oh, it's, like, it was you guys. You're I mean,
2: enjoying
1: this. Top and five top good. five sporting experiences, maybe top. I
2: know. Three. I, I, I'm right? just like watching you be happy doing this. It, it makes me feel good. Is that yeah. weird? No, I think we is should. Is this like
0: good. when the Grinch gets a heart?
2: <laughs> I know, right? The Grinch's heart grew 10 times that day or whatever.
1: I feel like I'm hardly the Grinch on this podcast, but that's Shut fine.
3: Up. No, Andrew is. Shut up. Shut up. We know he is. So I'm Andrew's the one getting up. a
1: heart. Oh, I see.
3: But no, I'm really
2: happy for you. Like I'm enjoying you enjoying Andy, this,
1: Andrew. You would absolutely love it. These are Do your pe- these Here's are your the people. Do you know why I should go to England?
2: Because they're all mean and like everybody has oh. like a they they they're all mean and i would fit in well there
1: there's a couple other things in i just want to know
2: is this my second <laughs> anti-english rant of the of the of the podcast
1: there are a couple other things i want to note from from uh the match arsenal is traditionally known as like one of the quietest like fan bases they used to call their stadium the library and fans will totally make fun of Arsenal for how how quiet they are. And it was so true. Obviously, they're in a, there's, in a way, like, small contingency. but And I think it was because Leeds played them so well. There was not one sound out of Arsenal fans until they scored. And it was, like, they were so silent. Um uh, and then, and then the other the other chant that I was just cracking up about um, Ramsdale was time wasting a ton, and he may have gotten kicked in the balls. I haven't seen the the replay, but he was laying on the ground for a long time, holding it like holding his his junk towards the end of the match. And they started they started s- singing this chant: "You're a soft Southern bastard." Which that was awesome. Cause the North, like they pride themselves, because I guess because they're he's Arsenal, so it's London. So it's also interesting to kind of experience this North versus South, that the North's more like grizzled and like stronger, and everyone from London's weak. And so it was it was just great to hear them like,
3: you're a soft southern bastard.
1: It was amazing.
3: That's hilarious.
1: And then as far as our Americans go, I mean, one of the reasons I chose, I could have gone actually to the United match. Um, it was The tickets were cheaper to see United and I thought about it, but I really wanted to see the American boys play. Uh, this can be our American watch. They Aronson, Erickson or Ar- Aronson is just making a great name for himself he played he played he was the best player on the pitch for them um and they recognized it too I probably I think I saw more in jerseys than any other jersey walking around which is just remarkable when you think about it you've got because Americans it's it's been tough for Americans to make a name for themselves in England and and there's a uh There's kind of a negative, and for for a lot of right reasons, there's a negative perception of Americans in in soccer. (laughs) And so to see these British kids and young men wearing Aronson jerseys, I was rather impressed. There were also a lot of American flags there. There was a dude in a full, and they might've been Americans at the match, but there was a dude in a (laughs) full-on USA flag suit, I saw multiple American flags and I tried to get the, the guys behind me where we I was talking with them. So anytime Aaronson did something good, I would turn around and try and get them the chant USA, USA. <laughs> they would just roll their eyes at me, but.
0: That's awesome.
1: It was great though, but yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was leads. All
0: right. So what's next for you? You're there for a few more days. What else you got on the docket?
1: Yeah. So I'm in Wolverhampton. So yesterday I wanted to see as many stadiums as I could, and I'm actually going to tweet out a little thread later, but um, after Leeds yesterday, I went to Manchester and went to saw Old Trafford, went and saw Old Trafford, then uh, went over to to Liverpool after that, uh, went and saw Anfield. And then it's crazy, guys, walked across the park to Goodison Park. Where Everton plays, you can stand in the middle of this park and see both stadiums. That's how close they are. Um, the reason I didn't see City is because, in when I was in Manchester, it's because it's on the opposite side of the city. So, um, uh, so that was cool. So today I'm back in Wolverhampton, um, and we'll leave on the coach around two to go to London uh, to see Wolves Crystal Palace, which I'm excited for that too because. I've experienced a home match as a fan I've experienced a home match as a neutral and now I'll see an away match as a fan and I think that's going to be a totally different. There's just far fewer people there they're more it's your die it's your diehard fans who are traveling They're traveling on a Tuesday when they probably have to work on Wednesday. everyone know everyone I've talked to is like oh you're going to Crystal Palace away that's the shittiest trip the trip downs long. <laughs> Uh, it's a horrible away section, the trip back, for them, it sucks, because they'll probably leave around 11, and they won't get back to Wolverhampton at like 3 a.m., so, um, but I'm excited to do it, and then fly home tomorrow.
0: Nice. Yeah. Very cool. All right, well, enjoy your your match. I hope the Wolves win for you, um, and I hope you make it home safely, man excited to see you yeah. back here yeah
1: thanks let's it'll know. be good hey do we have a do you know because i've got one for us if we don't
0: let's do it we don't okay we okay. have
1: another, you know,
0: i want to clarify okay you and i talk all the
2: time throughout the week nothing we there was nothing like nothing befuddled me this week so go
1: okay Light Well, this mess. is a this, Make thing, us you know. this is a martyr nate
2: Hey, look into my eyes. Look into my eyes right now. Ready? Ready? Make me smarter.
1: Well, here's a more you know that you can only know when you're here in England. So it'll prepare you. But when the 90th minute hits in English stadiums, they don't keep the clock running so that you can see how much time's left. So Wolves had eight minutes added at the end of the, the half or at the end. Yeah. At the end of the second half and Stu leans over to his watch and adds eight minutes so that he can kind of have an idea of when the extra time is going. So, you know, when we're watching the matches at home, we get to see, okay, there's, you know, he should be blowing the whistle soon, but when you're in the stadium, you have to manage that yourself. So there you go. The more, you know,
0: more you know.
2: All right, I let's, feel like GI Joe right
0: now. Hmm. <laughs> All right, real quick, let's talk about our favorite goals of the week. Um, I, I, the best goal I saw was the Mohamed Salah goal against City. Just the touch, the shielding of the defender, like we talked about earlier, and then the the chip in past uh, Ederson was awesome. He had a breakaway earlier in the match. Same exact situation. Ederson got a hand on it and just sent it wide. So that time he buries it and it was late in the game. I mean, it's kind of all you could have wanted. So
1: the sound from the stadium. Yeah, I agree. I think that's, that's goal of the week. The whole, the whole, the pass from Allison, the whole sequence, his first touch the way. Yeah. Everything about it. That's goal of the week for me and the significance. We should add significance. Cause that, that goal mattered.
0: Yep. what do you think, Andrew? I know you had a goal you liked. Guys, I know how you guys
2: – you know how, like, you guys are mean to me, right? Um, like, Benton Coors, um no. goal for Tottenham was perfect, it was okay?
1: average, and it might – and it hit – it deflected in, so he doesn't even and get – I texted to the credit. you this,
0: and you guys were mean to me immediately.
1: I think I it was just want me. To- well,
0: for the record, it was not me being mean to you, Andrew
2: i know it was nate he's nate's a monster right chris you know how you and i are best friends yeah and you know how i hate Nate, yeah yeah, um, yeah. anyway it was okay here's the thing like he it was passed to him and then he <laughs> those, did a, like, a little dribble past. and he paused and he looked at the goalkeeper and he kicked it specifically where it was going to go it was absolutely perfect
0: what are we even talking about? Chris, I, you know who are best friends? Back me up. Yeah. Um, I can't on this one, Andrew. No? know. I, really? I, I've watched it a couple of times and th- I think the end result is like, oh damn, that was an awesome goal. And then the slow-mo replay does ruin it because it is deflected. And so it only looks that good because it goes off that defender's back. And I, I think it might've gotten saved had it not been defended, deflected.
2: So it it's really tough. bothers the end me. Result we used off. to be best friends and now we're not anymore. It might be the, the most average
1: result. goal of the week. I would actually nominate it for most average goal of the week.
2: Listen, I don't like Nate either. What are we talking about? Nate sucks.
1: I, you guys, one thing I do want to say real quick about this week that I have no stats to back this up because I didn't have time to do it. Go Tom But, but what we're doing? <laughs> this weekend might have been a couple things about this season. So maybe someone will, someone can clarify this, or maybe someone's seen it on Twitter. I, I would guess least goals scored over the weekend. Fewest. Fewest. I would guess most. Can clean you sheets. learn English? Can you please just say fewest, please? No. Um, least, most clean sheets, least goals scored, and maybe. Highest percentage of penalties to goals scored over the weekend, just of this season, not of all time. But we're talking you, cards. When you look at this, no one scored more than two goals in a match. There were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten clean sheets. So half the teams didn't score this weekend. Of the teams that did score, no one scored over two. Can and, we say this,
2: though? And, we're talking and about no, you can't, it. Geez, you can't say it. You can't say it because
1: I'm still talking. Oh, sorry. And, and I, I don't know how many penalties there were, but I think there were at least three penalties scored and one saved and one missed because that's one of the things we didn't talk about. Bamford missed a penalty, which was so sad. So sad. Now you can speak. I don't want to.
2: Okay. (laughs) The fact that that so many teams scored this week and the Wolves did actually join them, I'm actually kind of impressed. This is me being mean to you, but also (laughs) being stunned, but also being like, wow, I can't believe the
1: Wolves are one of the teams that scored this week. It was a penalty, so don't give us too much credit. I know, I'm not. We haven't scored you that much an credit. open play in a while, so.
0: And it, if memory serves me right, it was kind of a controversial penalty, wasn't it? it was a handball. Yeah. I.
1: It was a pretty. I, I think it was pretty clear handball, but yeah, I think any handballs in the box are are uh, controversial at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean, based on things that I've seen called, I didn't think it should have been called.
1: Well, he moves but, his hand towards the ball. That's usually if you're moving your ball, your hand towards your body. Well, he, he had his body. elbow
0: tucked to his side, and he was turning away from it. He wasn't turning into the ball. He was turning his back to it, and it hit him.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm mean, i not saying
0: it didn't hit his hand. I'm saying no, I've seen sure that hit call. His hand, but, yeah, no. I've they, seen that. That's what I'm saying. called dozens of times. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, and just to support you on that, there were four penalty goals out of the 15 goals that were scored this weekend.
1: Yeah, I'd love to I'd love to know stats, but those it was definitely a low scoring weekend.
0: Yep. So. All right. Well, let's get to our best bet. Uh, we all suck. We all got our, our best bets wrong last week. Um, so for uh, myself, Nate and Andrew, we all had Forest over wolves. Wolves got that penalty for the win. So we all lost there. Um, Tim had Brighton over Brentford. That did not happen and kind of a stunning result. And Kyle had Fulham over Bournemouth, which did not happen. So uh, hitting our best bets for this week. Uh, Tim and Kyle not on here. We've got two best bets for this week because we have midweek games and we have weekend games. So looking at Tim... Tim has taken Aston Villa at a plus 145 against Fulham. And in his weekend cap, he is taking Leeds United over Fulham. So he's going the anti-Fulham route this week. Uh, Leeds is a plus 105 uh, for that. Kyle, thanks again for chipping in, man. We love you so much. It's cool to see you taking the opposite of what Tim did this week. Uh Kyle is a full Fulham supporter. So he's got Fulham plus 190 over Aston Villa and Fulham plus 260 over Leeds United this week. So let's go to me because I'm in dead last and I need to win some bets. Um I've got Bournemouth in the midweek match. Uh they are home against Southampton and they are a plus one seventy um kind of dog kind of favorite, I guess you could say. Uh, I like that. They're playing pretty well right now. But me picking them, of course, means that they're going to get shut out. Uh, and then in my weekend match, I am doing what I normally don't do. And I'm back in my my guys. Uh, Manchester United is a plus two ninety underdog at Chelsea. Um, I think that's a great matchup. Um, I don't know if they can win it, but they certainly have a chance. And that plus, you know, almost three to one on that is pretty awesome to take. So I'm taking my boys in the weekend plus two ninety and we're coming away with this one with the win. So, uh, Nate, do you need me to tell you who you have or do you have access to the spreadsheet?
1: I have access to the spreadsheet and my phone.
0: All right. So who do you got this week?
1: I'm taking Newcastle over Everton uh newcastle's minus 160 i felt like that was a fair fair odds there. home match newcastle's been playing great everton hasn't and then i am taking on the weekend arsenal at minus 180 over southampton again not huge uh odds but it would be nice to win a little bit of money dig myself out of the hole it would be nice
0: all right, Andrew, that brings us to you. Here's the thing. Um, i listened to Nate talk, and I
2: wish I was as rational as he was. So um, <laughs> I chose against Forrest um, twice because here's the thing. Nottingham Forrest, I hate you. Um, I have been rooting for you, and you have been being the worst team in the world and I'm angry right now, so I'm just gonna bet against uh, Nottingham Forest forever. So that's yeah. both my uh, both my matches this week. Whoever Nottingham Forest was playing, I bet against them.
0: Well, in tomorrow's match, they are playing Brighton, and so they're a minus 260 favorite. And in the weekend, they have Liverpool, which Liverpool is a massive minus 440 favorite.
1: So uh, I'm gonna
2: make a million dollars, right?
0: Uh, well, if if Forest loses both games. You're gonna make sixty dollars. So hey, is that it? That's it.
2: Oh, no,
0: but
1: yeah.
0: yeah, no. Hey, sixty is better than minus two hundred. That's what you got to remember.
1: Oh, yes, whatever. Guys, one thing I forgot to mention: Did you see the the shithousery between uh Nottingham Forest Twitter admins and yes. Wolves over the weekend? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Andrew, and I I'll give that. you some backstory that I need to me,
2: hit me, hit me. Let's
1: go some backstory um for at least the wolves' response. So before the match, which this is such a dumb decision, why you would do it? Like to fuel another team, to give them something else to be mad about. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning of the match, not before the match, nine and forest tweeted out a picture of I don't even know who it was, one of their players sitting on the on Molyneux pitch with like a whole bunch of like puppy wolves i don't know what the baby wolves are called but like and it said what cubs? cubs yeah that's probably right so with some wolf cubs and it said then they just tweeted said playtime was their tweet which is so stupid because wolves fan like the wolves players were were like okay we'll see so then at the end of the match, Wolves won, right? So Ruben Neves posted one of him standing there with a whole bunch of adult wolves, and it said, like, play times over. But then the one that was the best was, and I'm going to I'll show this to you, but um, Wolves did this because not in forest, they're trees. So Wolves put this up. It also says play times over with an axe in the stump. But what's even better is the subtle thing they did in the background, which is the true shithousery. There's a little, like on the banner behind, kind of blurry, it says, "Safe trip back to Knot's Forest." So here's the, here's the background. Uh, you'll never hear a Nottingham Forest call themselves Knots Forest. They'll all either call themselves Forest or they'll say the full thing, Nottingham Forest, because their longtime arch rival is called Knott's County, and they hate when someone called it, calls them Knott's Forest. And so this is like the best little dig. It would be like, I don't know, somehow referring to Tottenham as something with, that has to do with Arsenal or United. Being referred to something that has to do with cities. So, we don't
2: need to go there. We don't need to do that. But I'm you're just, doing good. I like the story, but you're. We don't need to go there.
1: Just trying to add the context. So I just thought that was that was pretty funny.
0: Yes, it was some Some fun banter back and forth there on Twitter. So, all right, let's get to our matches of the week coming up. Um, kind of sad, Man City versus Arsenal got postponed so that Arsenal could make up their Europa match. That was supposed to be played I think tomorrow or Wednesday. So a little bummed. that would have been a great match for the week yeah. uh, for the weekday. Um, looking at the schedule, it's got to be United Tottenham on Wednesday. That's got to be the match of the midweek um, match of the weekend. I mean, I hate to double dip, but
2: Man United,
0: Man United versus Chelsea has got to be the best Hold match
2: up. of the Hold up. Tottenham-Newcastle is better than uh, United-Chelsea.
0: Not according to the standings. It's not. It may be in your heart.
2: It, it, in my heart. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll lean into that.
0: Yeah, yeah, So, But, yes, you are correct. Tottenham-Newcastle is also a very good match. You've got three versus six there. United-Chelsea is four versus five. So... um Two great matches for your weekend. Uh, I'm very glad that United is on a Saturday finally, so that'll be nice. Um, Andrew, who are you focusing on this week?
2: I am focusing on United. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, it feels silly for me to say it out loud. Yes, That's great. I'm focusing on United finally. How would it take this long?
0: Well, I'm glad it did, because if you would have focused on them in like week two, sadly, you would have been saying Nottingham Forest things about them in week two. Yeah,
2: I know. I'm glad you
0: waited. I'm glad you waited. Now, let me ask you this. Are you just focusing on them on the weekend game against Chelsea? or Are you going to focus on both games and kind of give a report on both?
2: I'm sorry. Are you not going to come to the bar with me on Wednesday uh, for a fucking um, United Tottenham match?
0: I just, I want to know which game you're focusing on.
2: Uh, I'm focusing on both, actually. Okay, cool. Um, Because I value you as a friend. Thank you. And I really, really want to learn more about your team. God, Chris, you know how I love you, and I want to learn more about, like, the things that interest you? Yeah. Keep giggling. Yeah, no, I don't give a shit about your team, but go ahead.
0: (laughs) Well, they play at a magical palace called Old Trafford. Uh, it is a it is one of those stadiums that is well-known around the world. Uh, their manager is Eric Ten Hag. This is his first season. A lot of this stuff you already know because we kind of have talked about it because I'm a United fan. But uh, players to keep an eye on. Hopefully, Ronaldo will not be playing. And you don't have to keep an eye on him. Uh, Marcus Rashford has regained his top form. He's been awesome. Hopefully, he's not sick. Bruno Fernandez is a pretty good midfielder. He's kind of been down for like the past year though, and still doing okay, but not scoring at the clip he was scoring before Ronaldo showed up. Um, Bruno is one of my favorites on the defensive side. Losandro Martinez is just so much fun to watch. He's only like five foot six but he takes on anyone and everyone, including the monster, Erling Haaland. Um, and then hopefully Fred won't be playing, and you won't have to be watching Fred at all. Uh, we, we really need Christian Eriksen back and Scott McTominay if Eriksen is not back um, to keep Fred on the bench where he belongs. Um, they are considered one of the most famous teams in the world. Um, I guess you could liken them to the New York Yankees or Boston Red Sox or Los Angeles Dodgers if we're making baseball equivalents. Um, they're a massive team that almost no matter what country you go to, they're on TV there, which is kind of why they are one of the biggest clubs in the world, because even in some of the, you know, impoverished Countries where you'd be surprised there's television, there is television and Manchester United is playing on a Saturday morning there sometimes so uh, they are very, they are very well known around the world, they have been on a sad decline since Sir Alex Ferguson left the club in the early 2010s, Um, but us fans we finally feel like we have the right guy in place in Eric Ten Hag to bring them back up to the success that they had when Alex Ferguson was there leading the club. So um, I hope you enjoy them. I hope they beat your not actually team, but the Spurs. And then I hope they beat Chelsea over the weekend. So at least we can both agree on that.
2: Well, I'd actually prefer that they lost both those games. But having said that, I actually do respect United.
0: I got to be honest. (laughs) Well, thank you. All right. So that's what you've got going on this week, Andrew. Andrew. Uh, gentlemen, any last thing that you want to add on here before we sign off? No silence is golden. That means it's glazers out as always. And Nate, enjoy your match today. Travel safe, get back home to us and, uh, bring us, I don't know, some tea or something. See you soon. <laughs> Night boys.
2: Night. Morning.